wings, listen up. Today's run is vitally important to our cause. Set your frequencies to Dice Time, a Star Wars Legion podcast and part of the Legion Academy Collective. Your lead wing captain today will be Ben Gedron, and your support ship leader will be Paul Watson. Let's show them what we're made of, Rebels. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dice Time. I'm Ben Jetron. I'm Paul Watson. And right now, we're fixing the AA5, making sure that it's ready to go, because we just now took it out to Gen Con. We had a blast, but we gotta go. We got places to be. But I just can't get this light to come on. I, I can get all these other things to work, but this disco light just doesn't come on. Can you hand me that Hydro Spanner? Yeah, I I think we should just maybe be done with this disco light. It's been causing us so many problems. Okay, but that's that that's nice. But the engine does run directly t- through this light to the back thrusters. <sighs> I did wire it up so the disco light is crucial. This thing much is such a hunk of junk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, just give me this. Just here. Fine, here. Thank here. you. All right, and boom, let there be... What? Oh, come on. Hey, is there a reason that we haven't left yet? Like, we're getting pretty far behind here. Hey, um, uh, we're, we're good in here. We just need this light to come on so that the thrusters will, will, uh, will that, power up. That's it? That's what we're waiting for? Yes. Okay, uh, have you just tried this? Whoa, what? I didn't even know I could do that. That's what I thought. Uh, if we can, like, get going now, that'd be great. Sure. Well, let's go ahead and introduce, this is my girlfriend, and now new official manager of Dice Time, Trista Walker. Hi. We so, definitely need a manager. That was a good call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to keep you guys in check. That's accurate. <laughs> it's a whole third-person job. <laughs> I mean, here we are in this bus, and... Doesn't bode well for starting. So, like I said before, we were at Gen Con, all three of us, and we had a fun, we had a blast of a weekend. Oh, it was great. I never wanted to come back. (laughs) (laughs) This, this was Trista's second Gen Con. This was Paul's first Gen Con. Yeah. This was my, I think we determined my sixth or seventh. But, I do want to say for, I want to say hopefully for Paul as well, but for Trista, for sure, this was her first real Gen Con, because she went 2019 just kind of, like, taking in the sites, taking in the games, doing this and that. We did a couple events, but this was really the year where she, I could see it. I could see, like, a fellow con-goer in her, <laughs> and it was just, I was like, this was your first real Gen Con, I think. Like, like you got a really good experience this year. Yeah, well, a lot happened between, like, 2019 and 2021, and... It was just a different experience, and yeah, yeah, we got a lot more uh, time to do things this year because a lot of events were sold out. That's true. I actually kind of liked the scaled down crowds and such. You could walk through the vendor hall without getting smacked with a backpack or something every three seconds. Yeah. So, Paul, this was your first Gen Con. What did you think? Yeah, this is the first um, 
large-scale, I feel like, convention. I've been to some smaller ones like Adepticon and uh, Nova Open, but those are more like miniature conventions, and they're they're quite a bit smaller. They're, the vendor hall is not anywhere near what Gen Con is, and I know that this year was a smaller version for that vendor hall. So I'm excited to go back and see like the real craziness, but I agree I liked... For my first time, I think it was good to have it toned down a little bit. Yeah, it was... It, we actually talked with somebody from Indie Star, like, oh, Thursday. Yeah, the, like, as soon as we walked in the vendor hall. Yeah. No, before the vendor hall, just when we oh, got it was to like the... Right, yeah, like, right near the entrance to it. Right. So we're, like, ten minutes... We've been at the convention center, and we're going straight to the vendor hall. We go through the main exhibit hall, and... Before we even get to the entrance, there's this lady who's from Indie Star, and she stops and, like, takes a picture of us and asks if uh, one of us can do, like, an interview with her. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, sure. So I, like, tell her about my previous Gen Cons versus this one. And then, lo and behold, uh, there's an article that gets posted by Indie Star with a video and I'm the only voice in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, they used everything you said. I was like, I, I expected, like, four or five different people, and then I was maybe going to mingle in there with one or two answers. Nope. But, like, they didn't, it was just me. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, you just gave the perfect answer, like, right off the bat, and they didn't need any more. Yeah, that's what other – I posted that on Facebook, and everyone was like they, – they, they interviewed you, and then they were like, cool. I'm done for the day, and just went home. <laughs> yep. I think, was it, someone said you should work for Gen Con. <laughs> either, either them, yeah, or someone. I could just get hired on now. Yeah, they're spokesperson. I sold it so hard. <laughs> but no, it, the, ma- mainly what I told them was it was a scaled-down version because of COVID, obviously. But it was very much still the Gen Con that I remember. Now, be... I was we were only there for ten minutes, so we couldn't really compare compare it. Yeah, but I still like one hundred percent agree with what I said because it was like this still feels like Gen Con. It absolutely did. The big like you just you spoke it into existence at the beginning of the weekend <laughs> and it made it happen. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, it was like it was still there. It was still the Gen Con that I love and that I've been going to for six years, it was just slightly smaller, but not so much so that it took away from the charm or anything of it, or the fun. Yeah. Like I said, I enjoyed the 2019 Gen Con, but I had so much more fun at this one. Oh, yeah. I felt so much more, like, in my element this time. Mm-hmm. Because you knew somewhat what to expect. That's part of it, too. Cause yeah. I, yeah. I knew what to expect, except less crowded. So it was great. So, Paul, your next Gen Con is going to be even better than the one you had. Well, I mean, I know we're going to get into this soon, but that's going to be hard to top. It was <laughs> it was really good. So. <laughs> yeah, so let's go ahead and we're, what we're going to do is we're kind of just talking about Gen Con this entire episode. But I want to start with Legion discussion because I know we are a Star Wars Legion podcast, so we should start with. Star Wars Legion, and talk about the event that we did while we were there. Um, but then I want to kind of, if you, if that's all you're listening for, we'll we'll do that, and then you can go. But I want to start there, and then I 
we have some great stories to tell over Gen Con, just in general. So if you want to stick around and listen to just board game and convention discussion and listen to these three, bo- well, two bozos and one beautiful babe <laughs> uh, talk about their crazy weekend adventures, then feel free to stick around. You should. There will be lots so, of lobster. That's what I have to say about Lots that. of lobster. Oh, yeah, the lobster mac and cheese. Oh. <laughs> so good. So Star Wars Legion is a game. <laughs> it is a game. Uh, that is made by Atomic Mass Games, who sadly were not at this Gen Con. Um, they were at 2019, Fantasy Flight Games, Paizo, like all the big names, were not here this year. So there were no Star Wars Legion official events, or even unofficial, really, being <laughs> run by anybody. So no tournaments, no ladders, no nothing. It was just you. It was just us. Because we were there, and we said, we'll represent Star Wars Legion. We took a table, Friday morning, we took a table in the, or two tables, I guess, Mm -hmm. in the exhibit hall, and set up the little orange cones that they have, that are basically like, hey, bring new people over, we want new players to come over. The open gaming area. Yeah, the open gaming tables. And we set up, well, Paul had to set up terrain while we (laughs) shuffled more stuff around. Uh, I, I, we brought a huge tote of all my terrain that was enough to make one normal map and two skirmish maps. It was not easy getting all that between the car and the shuttle and the convention center. And it no. was a whole, the whole day that, yeah, made things <laughs> that was difficult. The theme. <laughs> yeah, I was actually okay with my part in that. All I had to do was take it from the door to a table and set it up, so. No, that I feel like I had the minor so part. <laughs> yeah, that was very helpful. So we didn't have to try to bring all those huge things on the shuttle and be inconvenient to everyone else there. Oh, that's actually one thing. The shuttles were like totally empty. Oh yeah, the it, whole weekend. So it would have been fine, but but that was not something that we were used to. Oh yeah, because last time the shuttles were crowded every time. Oh yeah, like sardines. Mm-hmm. And this year it was like. So, the yeah. shuttle takes off and there's five people in it. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I was like, just sweet. thinking like, man, if we brought this huge thing on there, people are gonna hate us. <laughs> but uh, I guess it would have been fine this year. So yeah, Paul set up the tables, and uh, he d- he did a good job setting them up. Mm-hmm. And then we also left him the figures, and he and and he ended up also setting up the figures as well. Yeah. Uh, he knew exactly what to get. <laughs> set up the two skirmish tables for two demo games. We basically just took the core box stuff uh, for Rebels and Empire, set them up on a map, and then we did uh, clones and droids that core set and set them up on another map. Yeah, I mean, I I liked. I will say the the variety of terrain that you had too. I thought made it really good. We had a like a a little scarif three by three where the Rebels and Empire could duke it out, and then we had a. Um, you know, kind of like an urban setting where the uh, um, droids and clones could, like, duke it out, and it seems, um, you know, fairly thematic for what we what we had, what little options and space that we had, so it was good. Yeah, that was the idea. It was like, I want to set up a demo game that someone's like, oh, this movie, I can make this movie right now. Oh, yeah, and the, the boards look really cool because a lot of people stopped to take pictures of the tables. Oh, yeah. Like, 
people that didn't even like play were taking pictures of the tables and they were like, "Oh, cool, Star Wars." Yeah. If I had brought more stuff, mm-hmm. I would have brought the ATST and the Snowspeeder cuz the the big vehicles are like the things that draw people over to the table. Yeah. That's what is like you're walking away, you're walking by and you see an ATST and you're like, "Oh, that's not 40k. That's Star Wars." I got to yeah. see this. Yeah. But I can't imagine any more stuff being crammed into my car, so <laughs> probably a good thing you didn't. Yeah. So we'd set up uh oh yeah, I'd forgotten that I was the only one bringing like stuff. So I brought I had like one to two sets of tokens for four armies. Hardly any dice. I had all my dice, which was enough for, like, one game for two people to share. But if we had two simultaneous games going, like we at one point did, it was kind of bad. Yeah, you didn't really prepare for a very good dice time. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> I can't do anything about that, because that's my manager now. Yep. <laughs> But it worked out anyway. That's true. Everyone shared. Mm-hmm. Everyone was kind and happy, and we had to struggle a couple times with dice sharing, but it all worked out eventually. So, uh, oh, and to- and like tokens, like AM tokens and dodge. Like I had my thing yeah. of them, and I was just like, oh, I gotta make a little pool for people to use here, and then run to the other table, make another pool over here, and. The idea was, like, I was trying to set players up to where they could go autonomously mm-hmm. and just let them go, and I, I, didn't, I didn't really get to that point until, like, people were just about ready to be done. Like, by the time they would get autonomous, they were like, uh, uh, we'll, we'll finish this round out, and then it's like, I think we're good. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, Trista actually took a list down of all the names of all the people that we, uh, came and played. Yeah, I think I got all but, like, two people, so sorry if you're those two people listening and we didn't get your names. But everyone who came up, we gave out uh, some of the Dice Time cards. That was mainly... We gave out. Well, we did. (laughs) Uh, You just primarily did. So there were other people that came up and they didn't play, but, like, we we handed out the cards anyway, just because that's what we printed them off for. Mm -hmm. We made the alt art... uh, Bob Swaim art, and then my UI design uh, official Dice Time cards. People loved your stuff, by the way, Bob. They were really excited about it. Yeah, I was going to say, Bob did a great job on them, and everyone was like, wow, these are so cool. So we had our first like actual demo game that we gave was uh, Austin and Jacob... And they played on the Rebel and Empire map, Mm -hmm. which ended up being the more popular of the two. Yeah. You know, barely. But that was, we had a lot of people come over and be like, oh, this is my era right here. Or like, this is what I want to play. Like, I want to be Vader, or I want to be Luke. Yeah, and I don't remember which one was which, but I know one of them had, like, already played before. Yeah. Yeah, so he was kind of familiar with it, and it was, like, his friend who hadn't played before. But uh, he seemed to get pretty into it, too, and they seemed like they had a fun time. And I think they only left when they did because they had another event to get to. Yeah. And then Paul sat down with Ben and Chris, and they played the Clone Wars map. 
while we were still doing the first demo game. That's when we really realized the crisis of how few things I had brought for yeah. four players. <laughs> yeah, we had yeah. to share, but it was okay. It was only like... It gets rough when you have droids, right? Because when you're rolling all those white dice, it it's a lot. And so it needed to go back and forth. When you got droids on one table and then Rebel Z6s on the other table that all need a big pile of white dice, it makes it... Like, yeah, so we had to pass yeah. back and forth a little bit, but it worked out. Just like, I need... I need ten white dice, and the other guy's just like, I need nine white dice, <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. But yeah, so, yeah, there was there was some fun. I I had fun looking at both tables being played on simultaneously. Yeah. I couldn't enjoy it that long, because I was still giving rules and stuff. Yeah. All the meanwhile, while Paul and I are, like, teaching and, like, showing people the game and stuff, Trista was like, she initially was like, I'm just gonna chill out and, like, read or something, mm-hmm. or, like... I'll hand out cards, sure. But she was just like, I just might just chill out. I might go to the vendor hall or something. I don't know. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, like, feel free. Do whatever you want. And she, like, willingly of her own volition decided, now I'm going to stand here with the cards and I'm going to, like, greet every person that walks by and try (laughs) to engage them in conversation, even though this isn't, like, my game. That's not even like me as a person at all to do that. No. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was overcome with the spirit of Gen Con, I guess. <laughs> it was it was awesome, though, because Ben and I could focus on yeah. uh, like teaching people, and then you were you know talking to the people that were coming by. Even those ones like you talked about that just came and take a picture of the table, yeah. and you were able to tell them a little bit about the game and stuff, and yeah, well, it was good. Yeah, because I figured out pretty quickly on that Ben was going to be too, like, engrossed in teaching to, like, worry about, like, handing out the cards or telling people about the podcast. And I noticed that with, like, the first people that came up. So then I kind of started doing that so that he could focus on the teaching because he, he was having a good time with that. Yeah, and I was, uh, I was a loser and had to bail. I had already signed up for another event. <laughs> Around the same time we were out there, so yeah. yeah but you did, you did the big help of like getting all the stuff set up, so that yeah, that was great. And you were there for a couple of hours at least. Yeah. I was gonna say, what do you do? You remember what event this was? Um, I was trying to remember. Um, I I think if I'm remembering correctly, that day I was playing in um, a game called Hero Realms. My uh, my mm-hmm. friend that I had traveled with to Gen Con. Um, is a very big um, Star Realms player, um, and those two games are very similar. One's set in space, obviously Star Realms, so it makes sense. And then the other one is more of like a medieval-themed Hero Realms. Um, and so I played in both of those events that really are the events that he goes to play in, um, and I played in them just so you know we had something to do together. And I played a little bit, not as much as him, but it was fun to to go play an event, but nothing too serious like, you know, a yeah. Legion event could be, you know, or or a game like that where you're there all day long just playing that one game. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a little more light. The games are half an hour, you know, to play, so it, it went by pretty quickly. Yeah, we did a... Or I told Trista, like, because she didn't technically have to deal with it the the first year she went because she came a day late because she had work. Yeah. And yeah, we weren't we weren't like driving together that that year. Um but she missed the first day which was the day that I was playing Legion. 
So I like met her at her at the hotel we got. But the whole first day, like you have to set a whole day aside to do Legion. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. When you start to like, I want I don't even know. It's like it's probably like six or seven hours because you're doing like three rounds. Unless you drop early, like, oh, I lost, I don't have a chance of winning everything, I'm just going to leave. People do that, but, you know, so, that's something that can happen. Uh, You've got to be prepared to, like, set a, a whole day aside for a, a longer game that takes longer to play. Yeah, and I definitely, I mean, I know there was no Legion events, but I definitely wanted, with my first Gen Con, to not overbook myself. Oh, yeah. With activities and just be able to kind of take it all in and roam around the vendor hall and, you know, see all that stuff. So um, mm-hmm. the the Star Realms, Hero Realms were, were pretty easy to be able to do that with. Nice. So then after Ben and Chris, we got them all settled, and then we had a little bit of downtime. Then we had two people. So these are the two people we don't have the names of. Yeah, and it's because I left, like, because I didn't want to interrupt them as they were playing, because I couldn't see their name badges, Mm -hmm. and then I left for a few minutes, and then when I came back, they were gone, so... When she came back, there were two new people. Yeah. However, so, those two people, if they're listening, are going to be like, ah, they didn't get our names, but I'm going to give them a shout-out in a different way, because they did the coolest thing I had seen all day, of all the games and all the demos we did, uh... There was two speeder bikes that were coming up in front of the bunker, and, like, one had one wound on it. Otherwise, it's a full bike squad. I was going to say, Paul was already gone by this point, so he actually didn't see this. Uh, Luke Skywalker is just bolts forward into melee with these bikes and does one swift attack on them off the charge and deals, what, five wounds. So he completely kills the bike unit from having one wound in one melee swing. Wow. That's pretty good with uh, with Commander Luke, too. Yeah. So I was just like, I need you to cinematically describe for me what just happened, because that was, like, the coolest thing I've seen all day. So it was like, he Luke, like, chopped the front off the first bike, and the bike just crashed into the ground, and then, like, parts... Oh, the other bike's going so fast, like, it just slammed in the first bike, and huge explosion, and Luke jumps out of the way. And I was just like, oh, that's the coolest thing I'm going to see all day, I bet. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, so then, when she came back, uh, we had Charlie and Mike, who were also playing on the Rebels Empire table. Mm-hmm. And, they, and yeah, they were kind of the same, like, they, they had a lot of fun with it. Um, I think they were both new. I think those two were both new, or it might have been the last two people. But, yeah, everyone that we saw was either had never played Star Wars Legion, or had bought it and, like, not played it, or had bought it and maybe played for, like, a couple months. Mm-hmm. Like, not not super long. So we didn't have any, like, veteran seasoned players coming in and yeah. doing anything, which is good. I mean, not... I would have I would have liked to see seasoned players, sure, but it was good to get like, new people invested and involved. Oh, yeah, one of Ben's favorite things to do is teach people Legion for the first time. He loves to get people into Legion. And then lose my voice doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my voice was gone <laughs> midway gone. through Friday. Yeah. <laughs> and I still needed it for the whole Friday. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that was only the beginning, or that was only halfway through Friday. Yeah. 
And then the last demo game that we have, like, the name of was this girl, Nikki. Yep, Nikki, because she had, like, walked by earlier in the day and, Is that um, when both tables were being played on? Yeah, and she actually had, like, another event to go to, and she told me that she had bought some Legion stuff, like, in the last few months, but had never gotten the chance to play it because she didn't have anyone to play it with. And she said she was going to come back, like, in a couple of hours, and then she did. And she was our last one of the day, and I ended up playing with her to give Ben a little break, and then he could kind of supervised because i hadn't played for a few months but it was good she crushed me <laughs> <laughs> well to be fair you, you played the clones and droids yes you played out the box worst army to play uh, yeah that's the first time i've played mm. droid. it was not a good experience for your, for your first droid uh thing no. they're the only army that like right out the box if you just play the core box it's super imbalanced <laughs> rebels and empire it's fairly Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the dro- the droids need like a whole nother droid activation to yeah. get it to be even like point wise. That's that's what I said. And she wasn't like getting discouraged or anything. Mm-hmm. She's just, we're just teaching the game. We're just having fun. Yeah. But I looked at her and I was just like, in case you feel like this is horribly imbalanced, it is. You <laughs> should have at least like one or two more droid squads to match up the points that the clones have over there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I didn't. I did not make the lists that people were playing with, like to try to make it balanced. Really, I right. just threw out like max squads of clones and droids, um, just to get bodies and stuff on the table, which actually makes it even worse for droids because the extra bodies <laughs> are just that much more expensive for clones. So. Uh-huh. I mean, at least I was familiar with the white defense dice, since I usually play Rebels, so... Yeah. That, that wasn't that different. Yeah, you just assume that they die. That's what white defense <laughs> dice are. Yeah, but normally when I play Rebels, I at least beat Ben, so... That's true. <laughs> but I know, I'm, I'm super excited that she did so well. Like, Nikki. Yeah, and she had a blast. Mm, yeah, she did. Um, she She was kind of talking about, like... I don't remember where she was from, and I, I, no, I, I, I don't want to say either, because she was talking about, like, how her local gaming community was, like, kind of toxic. Mm-hmm. Like, they were kind of, like, pushing her out because she wasn't, like, an already established person yeah, in there. Yeah, they were kind of clicky. Yeah, that they were very clicky, that's what she said. Mm, and, that's unfortunate. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the only reason I didn't want to say it. Like, I don't want to, like, call out any gaming community in particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they, but... She was talking about, like, I just want to find people like, play this game with. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she had just recently moved, I think, is what she said. And she and I was like, join the Facebook group and, like, just say, hey, I'm from X, or I just moved to X, where are the Legion players at? And you will have people, like, pouring in your comments, being like, oh, we, we play here. Like, here's when we play. Because yeah. I see it all the time in the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope she tries to play again. It seemed like she liked it. So, uh, Nikki, we had a great time with you, if you're listening. A great time? A great... A, a dice time. We there you <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that goes the same for everybody that we had. Anybody who came by the table, even if you just took pictures or something, like, we had, we had, a, we had a blast giving you cards and talking and everything and... 
everybody just everybody came in high spirits and you know they were happy to be at Gen Con they were happy to see yeah. Star Wars it was great and we were set up for like what five hours or so about five or six hours five or, or six so. hours and it was pretty steady most of that time with people like mm-hmm. checking it out there wasn't like a lot of downtime where there wasn't anyone there really yeah I was I mean I was surprised with that um, just in general I mean again I haven't been at Gen Con but we were kind of in the back of the gaming hall. Um, where you can just do open gaming. So it's not like we had, you know, like a booth in a prime location where a a bunch of people would be walking by. Um, We were kind of back there. So the fact that we constantly had people coming and checking it out was pretty cool, that there's a lot of people just even at Gen Con that wanted to just walk around and see what games people are playing. Fun fact, there was one year where there was a huge game company, I cannot remember for the life of me who it was, but they were actually set up in the exhibitor hall, and they had this huge, like, stall stand or whatever, like, it was huge, like, and they were set up, like, where some of those gaming tables were, uh, like, uh, closer to the wall, like, between where we were and the wall. So, that year, there was lots of traffic going through there. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, we weren't, like, tucked in the back or anything. We were, like, right behind the info booth. So, like, if you passed by the info info booth, you should have seen us as well. Oh, and even one of the guys from the info booth was, like, interested in it, oh, too. Oh, yeah. And came over and was talking to me, and he took some of the cards, and he showed me where he was making chess pieces out of... Oh, that's right. pieces. Yeah. And they, they looked super cool. So, yeah, he he was, like, working the event, so he didn't have time to, like, come and play, but he was interested. Yeah, I love seeing people that make, like, not Legion stuff out of Legion stuff. Yeah. Like, dioramas and different game pieces. Super creative. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing that's interesting about Legion is, as I meet more and more people who... Um, at, at least have bought into, like, having some of the models, not everyone plays the game. Like, some people just buy the models because it's Star Wars, and they do things like that, like either create chess pieces or just paint them for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. And then there's this kind of, like, game behind it. And exactly. It, it's so different than a lot of people who are like, I'm... I'm into Star Wars Legion because it's a competitive miniatures game, and it's Star Wars. And then there's other people who are like, I have Legion because it's Star Wars. And <laughs> oh yeah, there's a game that I don't Yeah, play. exactly. <laughs> yeah. I I've, have fallen victim to that with other games. I own a box and some expansions of Fallout Wasteland Warfare. I've assembled, well, it's already assembled. I've painted some of it already. I've never touched the game system. I don't even know how to play it. Didn't you just buy something new for it at Gen Con, too? And I just bought something new for it at Gen Con (laughs) that I've been looking for because it was there, and I was like, oh, I gotta get this. There's so much stuff. I mean, there there was a game company there, um, and I'm gonna draw a blank on their name, but I've seen them on uh, at Adepticon Mm. multiple times, and they have some cool little miniatures, and I, I've gotten a demo of the game, and it was okay. Like, nothing real crazy, like, stood out to me, but, man, I walk by their booth every time I see them, and I'm like, man, some of these miniatures just look so cool. 
Okay, so there's not that much more to say about Legion, because that's kind of, unfortunately, all there really was in the weekend, mm-hmm. was just kind of that one day. I had a couple of people, like, reach out to me on Facebook and ask, like, hey, are you going to be available, like, Saturday, Sunday, uh, or something to, like, they just wanted to meet up and, like, get the cards. And I was like, and I replied, and I was like, yeah, just, like, feel free to message me or something. Like, we'll we'll make our schedules work. Like, we'll meet up with you either, like, Saturday night or anytime Sunday. And I was just like, all right, cool. Nobody ever messaged me. So I was like, I guess that's all we're giving out with cards for people. Uh, but we have well, a lot left to give. Yeah, oh, yeah, I we had, do. I actually, um, I ran into... I mean, if anybody who listens to to us listens to Legion Academy, um, uh, Al Paz, actually, I ran into him, Oh, uh, I want to say it was Sunday. Uh, we were just walking around the, the gamer hall, or the um, the vendor hall, and randomly bumped into him, and um, so I owe him a set of cards that i got to get to him one of these days. So Very I know nice. there was quite a few people who were like that, too. He bumped into me when I was not around you and the cards, and I was like, hey, yeah, I'll get you a set. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was it was fun seeing some people that, you know, we normally play at events with and stuff like that. And it was cool to see how many people were interested and, you know, were excited about Bob's art and the new cards that, that you made, Ben. It was awesome. I'm just going to pretend that Alpez was so busy with Gen Con that he couldn't stop by our table for a minute. Well, I I will tell you, that dude plays tons of games, so he he has his hand in just about every game that I can think of. Um, The the day that um, he was messaging me after I ran into him, he was over playing. uh, I think he was playing Yu-Gi-Oh or something over in the no way. There was no Yu-Gi-Oh at Gen Con, (laughs) so. Like I know he plays, he plays tons of miniatures games too, so I know he's he's all over the place. And I mean, when I say all over the place, I know he travels everywhere for events, for Legion events too. So, you know who did stop by though at the table is Mike from Atomic. Yeah, oh, yeah. In Muncie, yeah, he came by. Hi, Mike. Yeah, I ran into Mike. Um, not at the table. I actually ran into Mike. I think the. Maybe pre- the previous day, or maybe it was earlier that day, out at um, you know the food trucks, and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy to run into <laughs> a you. familiar face." Yeah, <laughs> I know because like, I, oh, hey. I went to the bathroom and then I came back and I was like, "Hey, I know that guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was cool seeing Mike there. Yeah, he came as we were like tearing down though. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, like I said, I, that's pretty much it for like Star Wars Legion necessarily. So we're gonna kind of transition into, like, the other cool stuff we saw at Gen Con and beyond. Beyond. Because I do want... Because I'll transition very slightly and just go from Star Wars Legion to Star Wars. (laughs) And then we'll just transition into Madness. But on Saturday, Trista and I actually weren't at Gen Con for the first, like, major half of the day. Or just the majority of the day. Like, we didn't get back to, like, 6 or 7 or something. But we went to, we went across state lines. Little side quest to Ohio. Little side quest over to Cincinnati Comic Expo, which was going on the same weekend as Gen Con. And the reason we went is a coworker of mine is huge into Star Wars, has a huge Star Wars collection, and he collects autographs and stuff, which is something I've been, like, 
lightly getting into because I just love meeting the people in Star Wars so much. And then I have a huge, like, Funko Pop collection, so I get them to sign those or sign other merchandise I have. And then that's my meeting experience with them, and I have something to remember it by. I'm not, like, getting signatures and flipping them online. I'm like, no, this is mine. This is for me. But, yeah, the um, the cool thing at Cincinnati Comic Expo was he was – my coworker was like, oh, yeah, like, we're going to go, and there's going to be this person, this person, like, all these people here. So there was one of the sound designers for – like Grogu in the Mandalorian. So like they credited him as like the voice of Grogu. Oh cool. I I'm just imagining that man making baby sounds <laughs> and that's <laughs> and that's his voice. Um there was there was a guy who played like a Gamorrean guard in Return of the Jedi, which I nice. thought was cool. There was Matt Lanter was there. Yes, yes he was. <laughs> He was the voice of Anakin in the Clone Wars. Uh, Matthew Wood was there, and he's the voice of General Grievous and all of the B1 battle droids. And then my my idol, Sam Witwer, was there, the voice of Darth Maul, and Starkiller. Ben fangirled so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was a... It was a stressful day, but it was so rewarding. Well, by the time we got there, that was the only one that really had a line. Yeah. Like, we didn't really have to wait for anything else. Like, Matt Lanter, we were able to, like, walk right up, Mm -hmm. and I got my autograph from him, and I got a fist bump, so that was worth (laughs) the 80 bucks. (laughs) And, um, who else? Like, they just didn't have a line at that time of the day. Oh, Matthew Wood. Yeah. You know, Matthew Wood, we we were just able to walk right up and like have a six minute conversation with him. Oh, and our our guy from Lost. Yeah, so we met oh man, I should have looked up the proper pronunciation, but it's like Francois. Francois, Francois Chow. Ch- yeah, something uh, th- he was he was Shredder in one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle live action movies. And he was also in Lost. He was one of the scientists in Lost. Yeah, he was, like, the Dharma Initiative, mm-hmm. like, lead guy. Oh, like the guy who was on the recording? Yeah. Yes. Like, the video recording? Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> That's awesome. And good luck. Yeah. So, yeah, we we met him, and we had a we had a Lost poster that we bought specifically to get signed by him. Yeah. We need to hang up. Oh, we're going to get a frame. We're going to get a frame and hang it up, because it's, it, it's actually a really cool poster. It looks, like, vintage to the 70s. Yeah. Oh, and cool. And it's for the Dharma, like, join yes. the Dharma Initiative. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, awesome. It's really cool. He loved it, too. Yeah, we were like, you're going to love this, we hope. And then we showed <laughs> it to him, and he was just like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, and he was even like, and what did you think of the ending? But we don't have to talk about the ending, just in case, you know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> People haven't in case there's someone, ten years, like in case there's then. some other human besides me who hadn't watched Lost up until this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was way behind when I watched it, so don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a super cool guy. Yeah, he was. That's cool. He was awesome to me. Um, yeah, and he uh, signed our. But he was like, I want to write Namaste, but he's like, because I write that on everything, on stuff that's for Lost. But it already says that on the poster, and I was just like, well, please. I was like, please write it, because that would be 
from you. Yeah. And that would mean so much more. And It'd he was just special. like, oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he so he wrote that on there, and then he added I, the good luck. Yeah, because the because the whole thing is namaste and good luck. Yeah. <laughs> And he did that as we left. I, I told him, namaste. And he was like, yep, yeah, namaste. <laughs> and then we were, like, walking away. And then he was like, and good luck. <laughs> <laughs> that, was cool. so, that was so so awesome. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, then we met Matthew Wood. Yep, he was cool, too. He was super cool. So in all my Star Wars knowledge that I have, both on in the lore and behind the scenes, I actually didn't know the answer to this. So I had to ask him when I met him. I asked, how much of General Grievous and the B1 voice is you, and how much is sound editing? And he was like, he gave me this, the most surprising answer. It is almost no sound editing. And I was like, that's the op- yeah, I was like, that's the opposite of what I thought, <laughs> actually. <laughs> and he was like, no, like, I do a voice. They pitch it up or down, depending on the character I'm doing. And then they add a metallic sound effect to it. That's about all they do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then he was like, just to prove it, he decided to just do, like, General Grievous's voice, like, a couple lines, and then the B1s, and, like, he had so many B1 lines prepared. It was great. Yeah. And, they, awesome. and it sounded spot on. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. It was so cool. So I got my Legion card signed by him of uh, General Grievous. Oh, he could have signed the B1 squad card. Dang. Oh, well, I didn't have that money. I was going to say, it's okay. We spent enough money that weekend. <laughs> but uh, he could have signed the B1 Battle Droid card. If I meet him again, yeah. I'll do that. But he signed my General Grievous card. And then he also signed the General Grievous pop that I brought. And then he also signed a gift for a friend of mine. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was fun. Meeting Matthew was super awesome. Super great guy. It's really cool of of him to do that. Uh, so the stress came from meeting Sam Witwer because he had the longest line. Like everyone you could just walk up and talk to, Sam Witwer had the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we were. I think we there, waited probably an hour, a little longer, yeah, maybe in total. In total. Because they cut off the line at one point and they were like, yeah, he's got to leave to go do something else. So he'll be back at this time. And they gave people like a placeholder in line and we went and walked around for a little bit and then actually I think we just sat down somewhere for a bit and then we were like oh we should go check and see if he's back yet and they were already moving the line again so we were like oh crap it's my curse yeah. if I leave a line at any convention it's going by the time I get back yeah but like right when we got back like we got to take our place back in line which was almost near the front yeah. so within five minutes we were already up there to meet him <laughs> But yeah, like, Trista saw me, like, one of the most stressed she's probably ever seen me, where I'm just like, oh my god, like, I, I'm not, I might not get to meet him. And I was just like, we went all this way. Yeah. And he's right there, and I love him so much. He was the <laughs> one I was, like, low key most excited to meet. Yeah. And, and, and it was, and one of the reasons was because we brought a set of dice time cards to give him. And I really wanted him to get those. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, we got to meet him, and he saw that I brought the Darth Maul Star Wars Legion card, and he was like, "Oh, you play Legion?" And I was just like, "Yeah." And we were like, we got to talk about Legion for a brief moment, and I gave him the dice time cards, and I was just like, "Yeah, there you go." And he was so 
awesome. I just, I was so happy Super to meet him. Nice. And yeah, he was a joy he, to talk to. He loved to. the cards, too. Yeah. That's awesome. He loved the cards. And and Bob was excited to find out that Sam Witwer has has his art now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was that was a lot of fun. And I told him he was on a Legion podcast like a year or two ago, a couple of years now. I was like, if you ever want to come back, like, and I just like tapped on the card. I'm just like, eh, our stuff's on the back, you know. <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, like, back when I did that podcast, I hadn't played the game yet. He's like, I've bought a lot of models since then. I've painted, like, over 100. I think he said, like, over 160 or something. Oh, and nice. he's like, he's like, I still haven't played. <laughs> well, when you're ready, Sam, there's an open guest spot waiting for you. Oh, yeah. Happily. <laughs> and, I will, and I think any <laughs> of us would definitely be willing to play their first game, your, your first game with you. <laughs> oh, my God. I told him that. I said, I want you to know right now, my Legion dream right now is to play you. I told him that you were a good teacher with Legion. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, you would destroy me. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I, no. I will, I will throw the game yeah. <laughs> just to play with you. I will throw it. I'll do whatever you want. Just let me play you. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So hopefully that's hopefully that's something that'll happen in the future, and I can live through my dreams. Yeah, Ben was just like a cute little preteen girl meeting a member of a boy band for the first time. <laughs> that level of excitement. <laughs> Love it. I, I won't deny that. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> I wish I could have been there to see that. Also, <laughs> <laughs> well, just meeting people from Star Wars. It just it makes me emotional. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my god, like you're a huge part of my life or a huge part of my childhood. Like, for Sam Witwer especially, he was also a star killer. I have so many fond memories of playing The Force Unleashed in high school mm-hmm. that I was just like, oh my god, I'm meeting Starkiller. Like, I'm meeting Darth Maul, I'm meeting Starkiller, I'm meeting this actor who's, like, my dream to be like him because he plays Star Wars, he does live streams where he does tabletop games. I'm like, my dream is basically to be Sam Witwer. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of felt like that at Horror Hound when I... When we met Matthew Lillard yeah. for the first time. Which, by the way, did you know Matthew Lillard was just, like, walking around at Gen Con? Yeah. That's that's the perfect segue. Back to Gen Con. Back to Gen Con. Because <laughs> <laughs> he co-owns a company, Beetle and Grimm. Beetle and Grimm. Yeah. Yep. And we didn't know that. No. Like, after the first night of Gen Con, I saw someone post that they just, like, casually ran into him. And I was like, oh, my God, we have to. We have to look for him tomorrow. <laughs> and then we found him without even trying because we were about to walk into the vendor hall. And then Ben was like, look behind us. And he was literally walking into the vendor hall right behind us. Yeah. That's crazy. He's like, oh, shoot. Hey. Yeah, totally wasn't going in there to look for you or anything. <laughs> but, yeah, we got to talk with him for a few minutes again. And that got our picture this time. So that, oh, that was cool. You got to I got to point out my favorite part of the whole interaction where you were like, "I yeah, I met, I met you at Horror Hound like oh, yeah. 2 years ago and like got your autograph and you were and like it was so fun." And he was like Oh yeah, he was like, "Oh yeah, I remember. I think about you every day." <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, I love that." Yeah. Like totally says that to everyone, but I don't even care. No, it was great. Um but yeah, so we met him Beetle and Grimm, quick plug. Oh, super cool. 
super awesome we company. We got to see their booth on the last day of the con. So what they do is they've partnered up with partnered because <laughs> I was gonna say Paizo. They partnered up with Paizo and uh, like Wizards of the Coast, like D and D, and they pr- they make premium kits for Adventure Paths. And I was like, okay, oh, that's cool. So you sell like so you sell like a hard copy of the book, like a special art or something version. And they're like, we sell the the books. We sell you these like player journals that like you can keep track of your character and everything. And then through the campaign, you know, there's these there's these important notes. There are these there are scrolls that you find, or there are these like rings, magic rings, or plot device necklaces or something. Birth certificates, death certificates for characters. But there's like these artifacts and stuff you find, and they actually make them. So, like, that Count's ring that you find on, like, that, like, the Count at some adventure is like, oh, deliver this to my son, and, or deliver this to these people, and, and they'll know that you were, that you were with me, or something. They actually make that ring. And I'm just like, this is so cool. They just sadly haven't done a campaign that I've actually done yet, or else I would have broken down and bought it right then (laughs) and there. Because I was like, oh, man. And they partnered up with Paizo recently, so they're going back and doing uh, famous Pathfinder Adventure Pass as well. And I'm like, please, please do some of the adventures I've done. Like, I want to see Jade Regent, Skulls and Shackles. My big one's Reign of Winter. That's my favorite Pathfinder campaign. I want to see those brought to life so bad. And then Storm King's Thunder for D&D. Get on that. (laughs) But yeah, so Beetle and Grimm was awesome. Yep. Paul, spin us a tale from your epic, like one of your favorite Gen Con memories. Besides the big one. We have a big one that we're leading up to. Well, yes, yeah, well, definitely. That was definitely a good one. Um, it was a lot of fun, I will say. Um, I I actually played in uh, Star Realms, the Star Realms event as well. Uh, I think that was on Saturday. And ended up getting uh, top four in that event, yeah. a game that I, I don't really that. play all that much. So, <laughs> like, I was super excited um, to to go that far, I guess, because um, there were some really good players there, like some people who play online a lot. Um, yeah, and Can't like put in multiple games a day, kind of stuff, and. Um, so that that was fun playing in that and just playing you know in an event with uh, with my friend that I came down with. His name is Alex. Um, I think one of the like for me some of like the the story stuff that was just I guess fun for me being a first timer there was just trying all the like exclusive stuff. You know they yeah. you know they have a Gen Con beer they. Um, there was a Gen Con, official Gen Con pizza, I think it was called oh, yeah. the LARP pizza, was it live action pickle and ranch or something, or ranch and, live action ranch and pickle, yeah, the LARP yeah, pizza. Yeah, I saw people post about that, and I wanted to try it, but I never got the chance to, because we, we could only eat so much. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, um, it was actually quite good, I mean, I, I would eat that pizza again, it had, it was just like, 
bacon and pickle and like a ranch sauce. It was it was delicious. <laughs> that sounds great to me. Ben would hate it because he hates pickles and ranch. So. Oh well, I'll just take the live action and the bacon. But something that we all tried that was really good was the lobster mac and cheese. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. good. Uh, I, I had lobster truck. Yeah, I. I had lobster in so many of my meals. <laughs> there was a um, there was a, a truck, a lobster truck that um, I went back to a couple days um, in a row. One day I got they had a lobster quesadilla that they made, and it was just packed full of lobster. And I was like, "Gosh, that was so good!" So the next day I was like, "Well, I'm just going to go back to them and see what else I can get." And I think I got lobster tacos the next day from them, <laughs> and they were they were delicious as well. Had just packed full of lobster. I was like, I. I feel like this food is expensive in general, but I was like, yeah. with the amount of lobster you're giving me, I, I'm not sure that I'm losing out. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was fun just to see the different, like, food trucks and all the different things that you could get a hold of. I mean, I luckily I had a guide to kind of, like, steer me in the right direction. <laughs> um yeah with my friend who's, you know, who's Ben, and he's like, you definitely have to try the pierogi truck. Like, you know, there were some staples that we definitely had to do um, while we were there, so that was good. Um, it was fun just taking pictures of people, like, um, you know, seeing the cosplayers. Like, like I said, I've been to other conventions, but there were not nearly as many people, you know, at those in in like cosplay costumes and uh-huh. it was cool to just see the different costumes people were wearing and yeah. um uh, I will say one of my favorite things was the very first day I was kind of roaming around the vendor hall by myself and um I didn't get it and I like maybe someday I'll get it but I there was um a, a company there who came out with a um uh, like a D and D kind of like RPG book um, based on the show Stargate, and oh. their booth there had a big Stargate that like lit up and um, you know, and all the people who were there like at the booth were dressed in. If anybody has seen the show or is interested in it, you know, they're in um, like military attire. Um, oh. And so, like, when I went, I, I, like, got a picture with some random kid who is, like, you know, dressed, who's there at the booth just, like, helping out. I was like, dude, can I get a picture with you? And he's like, with me? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and That's so, really- like, got a picture with him because, uh, you know, he was, like, their their um, costumes and stuff looked pretty cool. And um, it just took me back because, like, Stargate was a show that I watched a ton um, when I was younger and really enjoyed it. So it was like, that was, you know, my kind of like fun geeky moment to be able to <laughs> go take a picture in front of a Stargate that was like oh, all awesome. lit up and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what Jenkins yeah, about right is doing some fun, silly stuff like that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. There was, a uh, actually two booths that we, that were right next to each other that we saw that were like, Total happenstance. Yeah. So we went, and the first one, uh, well, we got, we were just kind of standing there, like, having a conversation, and 
this guy is like, hey, you guys, you want to win some free dice? They're called D20 Collective. Yeah, so D20 Collective. And I think they said this is their first year at Gen Con. Yeah, because a lot of, like, vendors got to go for the first time this year that were smaller because a lot of the big companies pulled out because they were like, oh, it's going to be smaller because of COVID, so it's not going to be worth it to go. So a lot of, like, smaller indie vendors and stuff had a great year. Oh, yeah. It was a good opportunity for a lot of people this year. So they're just like, you want to win some dice? And I was just like, yeah. (laughs) So they did, like, a sign-up for their newsletter, and then they had a giant D20 and a giant dice tower, and mm-hmm. you dropped the d20 in there, and you would win. You would win dice no matter what you rolled. Yeah. Um. If you won a nat twenty, though, you won like a you won like a bundle yeah. of dice. And I was like, like, oh, that's pretty five cool. Sets. Yeah, it was like five, I think, sets. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, that's pretty cool. So Tristan and I both signed up because I'm just like, who's gonna turn down free dice? Mm-hmm. Like that's amazing. So she rolls and gets like a seven or something, and then she got these purple and green dice yeah, that were really cool looking. They were like purple with like green numbers in them. And then I'm just like, I'm just like, check this out. I'm about to do it. Drop the D20 in there. Boom. Nat 20. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah! <laughs> nice. So I got a bundle of, it was like a rainbow bundle. Yeah. So it was like, I had a set of yellow ones, a set of pink ones, a set of blue ones, a set of green ones. Purple, maybe a different kind of purple. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was like a there. There was a nice little collection in there. Uh, I had a very dice time getting those. <laughs> yes, uh, did. They were, uh, but yeah, and they had these really amazing sets. Oh, they were that were like made of glass. They were like beautiful and like stones and gemstones yeah. and stuff. And oh my god, they were so pretty. Like, if we want to splurge on dice... yeah. Yeah, expensive. But worth it, I'm sure. Yeah, but if you wanted a good, like, amazing, epic pair of dice... Or not paired, like, a set. A set of dice to, like, look at, or if you really want to roll them. Like, I almost would hesitate to roll them. I'm like, these are so pretty, I don't want to ruin them. I know. (laughs) But they were amazing looking. Go check them out at uh, D20 Collective. I think they're just d20collective.com, but otherwise just Google them and find them. But... Yeah, they like they have this stuff on their up on a website and you can just look at it there. But it was super cool. Right next to that booth. Because we just get done winning these dice and we're like, "Oh, cool." So we're like standing there again and this guy comes up to me like from the next booth over and he's just like, "I was wearing my uh Grand Admiral Thrawn uniform that day." And minus he was just, the blue. Minus the blue. And he was just like, "Are you is like Admiral Admiral Thrawn?" And I was just like, "Yeah." And he was just like, that looks so good. And we just, and so we ended up talking to him for a couple minutes, just about Star Wars and like we were, that we were going to see people in Star Wars tomorrow. Oh yeah, he was super excited to hear about like the convention, the Cincinnati Comic Expo. He was just so like passionate and excited. I just loved talking to him. And so, so we'd eaten up like six or seven minutes of his time just nerding out with him. And he was just like, or, or we were like, Okay, we've eaten up like seven minutes of your time. We should dem or we should look at whatever you're like, whatever the booth is, whatever you're selling. So I was just like, so walk me, it's like walk me into like what's this? So he has this game. 
called Zinvaded or Zinvaded Evo. I I fell in love with this game so fast. <laughs> they had apparently been going to Gen Con for like I want to say like eight years or something, like six or eight years, like longer than I've been going, and I've never seen them. And I think it was partially because like the big companies weren't there, so you were so there were, there was less booths to look at. Yeah, and you have more slower quality time with each booth that you pass through. And so he's like, so this guy's name is John. Is John Vogel, and he uh, was like, so this is invaded. He's like, it's a one to one scale minis game, and that immediately threw me off. And I was immediately like drawn in with curiosity just off that sentence alone. And I was like, huh? It's a, it's one to one. And he's like, yeah. So it's a one to one scale game because. These creatures right here, and he shows me this, what looks like a desktop, not a desktop computer, but, like, just a desktop, like a student's desktop. Like, it had a puzzle and some crayons and some stuff, just random clutter on it. And then these, like, sci-fi bug-looking creatures on it. And he's like, so these creatures are called the Zin, and they came from another universe to conquer our world. When they got here, their, their recon that they got was a little off, and they thought that humans were a lot smaller than they actually are. So they arrived in our world and realized that they're bug-sized, or they're like space marine-sized, and we're human-sized. <laughs> and so half of their fleet is like, uh, we can't, we can't actually do this invasion, like, we gotta call it off. And the other half are like, no, F it. We can do it. We can totally take them down. Like, what? I don't know why they're surfers now, but they're just like, we can do it, whatever. Uh, and so they have, like, civil war in their fleet, and that's and you're playing, like, those two factions in their demo. So to set up for this game, you don't actually set up. Just your tabletop, the way it is, all the clutter and stuff on it, that's their terrain. That's That's the table you play on. So you don't have to, like buy terrain for this game or anything. You just you just slap them on your table and you're good to go. And I was like, this is so charming. Yeah. I love it. It was really cool. And he had so much lore and everything for it. I fell in love with the lore uh, and everything that he had for it. There was other factions like Terra, which were normal Earth bugs, like b- bugs we know, that have been radiated, irradiated by the Zen technology to make them more like Zen. So they have their own faction where they're just trying to get all the aliens out. And the there were mercs that were just like free for hire for whatever faction. The Zed bugs, which were these when Zin or Terra had been exposed to like pesticides and they come back as like zombie versions of themselves. Yeah. I was like, there's so much cool stuff in this game. Like this is stupidly underrated. Sunday we went back to actually demo the game and that was really fun, and I beat them. So, As she does in all good. minis games. She just <laughs> clobbered me. But it was so fun. Like, I loved everything about it. I bought the box set and, like, two other minis. I've actually got one painted up so far. I got, I'm got. i working on the next one. but I'm, I'm interested to get to the table and play that with you. Yeah, I was going to say, I've got enough to... for two people to play now, for sure. And even, like, swap out one figure for a, for a cool another one. Definitely go check that out. If if I give no other suggestions for what you should check out after this cast, Zinvaded 
ZYN Vaded. Definitely my top recommendation, arguably my favorite game that I found that weekend. Awesome game. And we and we did bring home like ten games, nine or ten games. Oh, we brought home yeah. a ton of games <laughs> from like different companies. Uh, mostly because of me. <laughs> yeah, after our Friday night, I feel like you got a little game crazy. You were just like, I love all games now. Okay, but like <laughs> some of those I bought on Thursday. That's true. On the first day from like Mondo Games, they just had a bunch that I was like, I want this and this. <laughs> yeah, we bought Mondo Games. Brought. Um, they're the company that does uh, Unmatched is like their big game, I think, that everyone yeah. knows. And we bought a bunch of games that they had like just released. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gentle Rain was our big one. That was like our favorite game that we had picked up. It's like a little solitaire puzzle game that's super fun, it's super relaxing. Uh, there was like Date Night or Date Gate Gate Dream Crush. Dream Crush. Yeah. I was gonna say the box was right next to us. I can just look at it. <laughs> Um, and then you bought the stoner game. Stoner parking lot. Stoner parking lot, which is going to be a fun party game. Yeah. So we did that. Um, I guess we'll lead into our, our main story, if you're ready, Paul. Oh, yes. Yeah. We haven't gotten to the main story yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, our, our big, our big memory from Gen Con. <laughs> the story that involves all three of us. Mm-hmm. So, paint a scene. <laughs> We were tearing down the Legion, the Legion demo that we did on Friday. Like 5.40, maybe, 5.45, and we have an event at 7 p.m. And we have to get all of the stuff to our car before we go to this event. Because, so, the, the event we had was a tournament for a game called Funkoverse. Uh, Trista and I demoed it at Gen Con 2019 when they unveiled it. It is made by Funko, who are the people who make Funko Pops. Uh, it's a board game where they have access to all these crazy IPs, so they can make Batman and Harry Potter and Golden Girls and Rick and Morty and tons more. And you play as characters from those universes, and you can mix and match them and make a team to, like, play little board game objectives against another team. And I fell in love with it so fast, because I was like, I can make a team that's like Batman, Morty, and Rose from Golden Girls. Any game where I could do that is worth playing. <laughs> so yeah, we immediately fell in love with it. Um, and we and this was Funko's first ever tournament for this game. Yes. So we had to play. Of course. Plus, it was the only event we could get tickets for. <laughs> Yes, it was the only event we actually able to get tickets for, not for lack of trying. Yeah. But we, uh, so it was a team tournament. They said that it would be three, like three people teams. You could either come as a team or you could get put into a team as you showed up. Uh, and it was super fun. So I was like, I'm going, you're going, Paul's going. Team. Team. <laughs> so I was like, Paul, you have to play Funkoverse now. <laughs> so he was just like, I, I've played once. And then we played Thursday night in preparation. Mm-hmm. We played a game to prepare for that. But we were like, we were going to come in as a team and we were going to play Funkoverse. And that was going to be our Friday night. We'd play a couple rounds. We'd get knocked out. Like, that'd be that'd be our day. Great. Uh, and then we could go to Cincinnati in the morning, get lots of sleep. <laughs> so we're tear down Legion. 
I'm stressfully trying. You and I are stressfully trying to get stuff back and forth from the bus and everything to the car. While I'm on this trip, Paul's presumably wrapping up his uh, hero hero-scape? Star Realms, I think, is what I was playing then. No, Hero Realms. Hero Realms on Friday. Hero Realms. Some kind of realm. Some kind of realm with people or yeah. space. <laughs> uh, he's presumably wrapping up Hero Realm about this time. Uh, I'm shuttling back and forth between our car, getting stuff back and forth. You're stressfully trying to get food from the food truck. Because we were starving. And we were starving. I knew that if we didn't eat before we went to the tournament, we were not going to be eating for several more hours. <laughs> nope. Um, so, so, yeah, you were trying to get stuff back to the car on the shuttle and stuff, and I went to the food trucks to go get, like, island noodles. And, island noodles um, was so good. Oh, yeah. Super good. And then I was, like, trying to run back with noodles and meet you, and I, I tried to, like, stop and eat a few bites, too, because I was starving. Paul, did you eat before Funkovers? Um, yes, I was able to eat. Wow. <laughs> what a what a champ. Yeah, because we really didn't get the chance to actually eat the food. No. Before we got it. And then it sat on the ground next to me, taunting me for the next few hours. <laughs> <laughs> Because the tournament was so fast-paced. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. We actually got into the tournament because at around 6.30 or 6.40, I don't have our tickets for the event. Nope. I have to run across the convention center to customer service and have them reprint those tickets or refund my tickets and then buy them again mm-hmm. uh, and to, to get in. Yeah, me and Paul were standing off to the side as everyone else was going in and we are just like, there's a chance we might not make it into this. We're just like two minutes before the bit to oh. just come screaming around the corner. Yeah. yeah, I was like, any minute we're gonna see a skinny, tall boy frantically sprinting, and that's exactly what happened. So yeah, I was like two minutes before doors close, and I get, and I'm like, I've got the tickets. Here we go. <laughs> so got them. We got in. Uh, they're doing a draft for the characters. There's so many characters that they've they've got two copies of each character, and they did a draft, and that's how, like, teams would choose their characters. So everyone, like, drew a number out of a bucket as we were walking in. 78 players? Yeah, 78 people is how many they ended up having. So many. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I so, think uh, they had, what, they have 48 characters out for the game right now and 96 numbers total. Yeah. I think was the so they had two of every character that is in existence right now. Yeah. yeah. So we're walking in. Uh, Trista, do you want, do you just want to casually tell everyone what number you pulled for the draft? Oh yeah, I got number three out of <laughs> like ninety six. <laughs> yeah. Which is really good because I pulled what eighty two out of ninety six. So. Yeah, like eighty two. I got like fifty something. Yeah. Like fifty seven. <laughs> like we just had. Mid-tier to low-tier trashy numbers, and then you just got, like, the number. <laughs> so we were like, oh my god, we actually get free reign over one pick. Unless draft one and two are the same character. Yeah, there was an upside to Ben misplacing our tickets. Yeah, because then <laughs> we would have been different place in line. Yeah. Would have drawn different numbers. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so we got free reign pick. Over one character. We were like, 
I was, I was like, we, we kind of like, we're like, it's either Kool-Aid Man or Thanos yeah. is what we boiled down to. And then ironically, that was, and actually, I shouldn't say ironically, I kind of had a feeling that those were going to be the first two characters gone, and they were. The first four picks of the tournament went Thanos, Kool-Aid Man, Thanos, Kool-Aid Man. <laughs> so in the first four picks, those two characters were done. Yep. And you scored Thanos. Yes, I did. And the, the people at our table that we played with first, one of them had, like, pick number two. Yep. Yeah. So it was kind of iffy on how that was going to go at first. And I'm, and I'm pretty sure they heard us talking about getting Kool-Aid Man. And yeah, so they, they also so. were talking about getting Kool-Aid Man. Because we were talking. I was, like, talking with Trista and, like, oh, yeah, like, Kool-Aid Man. And then I was talking with Paul. And then Paul, like, leans into me and he's just like, the guys across from us have two. Before you keep going, before you keep <laughs> talking too much <laughs> about who we're going to grab in our early draw, they've got number two. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, oh. And then we started talking about what our backup pick was. And we, yeah, so we just, we decided to Yeah, Marvel <laughs> characters. And then I think, yeah, Paul ultimately was kind of just like, I think Thanos is pretty, mm-hmm. you said Thanos is pretty strong, so we should maybe make it that. Mm-hmm. And so Trista goes up there. Thanos gets picked. Kool-Aid Man gets picked. She's originally going to go for Kool-Aid Man, but, like, the line was, like, the guy was, like... I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked. Yeah, I got nervous because, like, the person behind me were, was, like, ready to start looking, and I just I just kind of, like, was right next to Thanos, and I was like, okay, Thanos it is. <laughs> but it paid off, I guess, so... Yeah, because she brought Thanos back over to the table, and that was... That was awesome to see, because Thanos is really good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. his it went, At first glance, his abilities look expensive, but they're quite strong. <laughs> so, uh, I go mid-tier in the draft. I get, like, 57. I go up there, and I'm like, I don't even know who I'm looking for. Like, a Marvel character or something, Maybe if, if there's any left. And I'm, like, looking around. I see the... I'm like, oh, I'm familiar with this character. Oh, this character I know. And I see Bugs, Bugs Bunny, because they made a Space Jam 2 box. And I didn't remember what he did, but I remember when that expansion came out, I saw his card and remembered thinking, this dude is bonkers. Like, Bugs is so crazy. And I remembered that moment while I was there, and I was like, I'm just taking Bugs. So I picked up Bugs, and I walked away. And I was like, then, then like we sat at the table, and Paul's like, Bugs? I've never <laughs> even heard you talk about bugs. <laughs> what are you doing? You went rogue. <laughs> then I read his and, card, though. His card's quite good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then he was like, well, let me see his card. Because I was like, Paul, he's good, I swear. I know I haven't talked about him, but he's good. And then he looked at his card, and he was just like, oh, my God. Like, bugs is good. <laughs> yeah, he's got a mixture of like being able to do some damage, but then also can control opponents very well. So he's... He's, he's good. He's very disruptive, which yeah. is very appropriate. And he's a good compliment to Thanos, I think. You know, Thanos <laughs> is very much just like a hard hitter, and then Bugs Bunny comes and messes with you. <laughs> and then we got the trifecta, because Paul went up, like, he's he's like... 80-something. 80 87 or something, and, he's, and he looks at me, and he's just like, I still don't know who I'm going for. <laughs> like, who am I supposed to... Who am I supposed to pick? And I just looked, and I was like... I'm familiar with Cheetah from DC. 
I'm yep. like, and we had both Cheetah two. was oh. you played Cheetah in our practice game the night before, yeah. so yeah. I had seen her, and I was like, Cheetah. Both of the Cheetahs are still up there. I was like, you could get Cheetah if you. If, I was like, feel free to look around if you want, like, see what whatever you think. But if you panic and you just don't, or you don't know what to pick, grab Cheetah because Cheetah's pretty good. And so Paul comes back to the table with Cheetah. Yeah, I was so, or, I was actually oh. it was in between Cheetah and um actually Wonder Woman. So Yeah, I was looking I was looking at a, those two and I was just like, you know what? I remember Cheetah from last night. She seemed good and her colors match with our what colors we have for our characters' abilities, so I'm gonna go ahead and just go with Cheetah. Yeah, yeah well, so and she gets like a free move constantly whenever yeah, she's super mobile. Whenever anyone interacts with something, she gets a free move and that's that was super helpful a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um I I think one of the things I mean, in, in many games, right, like flexibility and mobility are like two things that always stand out in like miniature games. So a character mm-hmm. like Cheetah who gets to move for free, um you know that action economy. You just Yeah, get, action economy is huge. You just get bonus things, and you don't have to do anything, and that's what Cheetah does. Um, it's just, if your opponents are trying to go get points, which is how you win the game, well, Cheetah gets to move for free. <laughs> or if they stand up from getting knocked down, Cheetah gets to move for free. So it just also it sets her up for a lot of different game. things. Yeah. So our our awesome team, Team Dice Time, yeah. because all the teams had to be named. So I was like, oh, well, it's me and Tristan and Paul. We're Team Dice Time, obviously. I didn't even have to think about it. But yeah, it was, so we were Thanos, Bugs, and Cheetah. A Marvel character, a DC character, and a Looney Tune. Exactly what you would expect, right? Right. <laughs> and I was going to say, and the fact, the sentence that I can say, so our team was Thanos, Cheetah, and Bugs... That's the reason I love Funkover so much. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a fun little game. So we play against these guys who I don't remember their name now. Oh, it was Triple J Smackdown. Yeah. Because I think all their names started with J. Yeah. Um, and we played them. I'm not gonna go full battle report mode here, but I do wanna at least mention the teams we played. Mm-hmm. Um So we played them and we we won our game, and we were like, "Yay!" And, Find and out. I think we should go over what the what teams we played against too. Like they were, oh. they had Kool Aid Man, Jaws, and Doc, uh, Brown. Doc Brown. Oh yeah, that one ended up being like <laughs> that team was rough. Yeah, that was a really good they were team. good. Like we tied the first round, and we won on a technicality. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the tiebreaker yeah. goes to like. Went to the team that had the highest draft number, and it was us by, like, two or something. Yeah. So we we played the same team twice in a row. Like, the first two rounds, you were playing the same team, and no one got eliminated the first game. Yeah, the first game, we found we were like, hey, we won. We're going to advance. And then it's like, fun fact, that wasn't an, an elimination round on the bracket. Yeah. That was to draft for an item, because every every team now gets one item. Yeah. And we were just like, oh, neat. So we went up and got our item. Got our item, which was the chainsaw. The chainsaw. Oh yeah. From the Agretsuko expansion, which we gave to Bugs Bunny, and he looked terrifying. <laughs> he did. And many people com- com- commented on that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like every team was like, 
Bugs Bunny with a chainsaw terrifies me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had such a hard time figuring out who to give it to as well. I was like, yeah. a- any of these characters they would all be good. Been yeah. But I think we made the right choice. I think so too. Yeah, I don't think Thanos necessarily needed it because Thanos really <laughs> pumps out damage. I don't think he needed it. No, he didn't. And I and I was really having a hard time too when we were deciding that because I felt like Cheetah like Cheetah doesn't have very many like strong attacks that yeah. she utilizes a ton, but the way I used Cheetah, it was good that I didn't have the chainsaw. Yeah, because you're very mobile and points grabbing. Yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't taking turns to attack people as much um, as like the two of you were. So, and I was mostly using it for an ability that it's like if you win the challenge, uh, like if you win hitting your opponent, then you get to like disrupt or boost your cooldown track of your ability tokens. And yeah. I would just use the chainsaw to pretty much ensure that I was going to win that challenge. Yeah, which was super good. Yeah, and it really it really kept us being able to use uh, like have tokens ready for Thanos to use his ability, which he can essentially oh, yeah. spend an extra token that you have to make his ability cheaper. So yeah, that was good. Yeah, it's a it's a really so, good one as long as you have the tokens to spend. And right. I think with with Bugs and Cheetah, it worked really well that like. Bugs and Cheetah used a token color that Thanos didn't, and then we just let Thanos use the other tokens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he was pretty much powered up like all the time. It was good. Yeah. I feel so, like this is oh. this is where the the story takes a turn for the worse. <laughs> so we play our first actual round, which is against the same team. Yeah, round two. And we play leaders. And we lose. We yeah. just barely lost. Yeah, the, the sad thing is we were up. Like, we were up, I think, yeah. what, like, eight to seven, and the round was almost over, and then we had time to play, like, one more round, and they killed our leader and got, like, four points, and then won. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, oh. So we lost in round two. But then... They said, okay, don't leave yet. Three random teams drawn at random that lost are going to get put back in the bracket. And they go down the list, and we were the third, the last team that they named. Mm-hmm. And they were like, and we were all like, yeah, like, team dice time. Yeah. Well, what was really <laughs> cool about that is the people we just played to, like, they were cheering for us that yeah, we yeah. got they back were, they were nice. So. There, I, I feel like in general, like, all the people who were there, like, yes, there were some people there to, like, actually, like, compete and do well, but even them, like, all of them, everybody there was having a really good time. Yeah. And the and, and Paul mentioned it before, um, and you can talk about it, like, here when we're, like, talking about the event in general, but, like, how much fun, they, like, the people running the event made it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They were, they were excited. Because it was the first ever time they were doing that event in that tournament with the game, with Funkoverse. And so it was brand new to everyone. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we made it by we the made it back little in. hairs on our chinny-chin-chins mm-hmm. and made it oh. back in. Fun and, last but everybody, thing. Triple but J everybody Smackdown. Left. 
Triple J SmackDown is like they they cheered for us to be back in, and then they were like, "Looks like we'll see you at final table." <laughs> and we were like, "Yeah, yeah see ya." <laughs> so, and we'll the see cool you there. thing about that was is all the teams who had to leave then did not leave empty-handed. Oh no! Everybody who left, who got eliminated there during that round got to got a copy of the map that we were just playing on, which was the first time anybody had had the opportunity to play on that map. Yeah, I think it was called, like, Funko Factory. Yep. Yeah, it was a Funko Factory map, and so everyone, how the prizes worked is everyone, there's every tier, like, and everyone at the event got everything for, like, when they got eliminated, and then if yeah. you moved on, you got everything from your round plus, plus all the rounds before you. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody walked away with that map and the, like, scenarios for it. And their character that they chose. Yes, yeah, oh, yeah. the character that you drafted. You got to keep that as well. Which, again, we paid $6 to enter this. <laughs> like, even just getting your one character is probably worth $6. It is. Yeah. <laughs> that and then the exclusive map. Right. It's on, like, yep, paper, everybody but, like, got that exclusive I know map. there are people that are, like, wanting it really bad, like, yeah. are willing to buy them. Well, I have a copy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I don't really think that I care too much about mine, so I would <laughs> also part with mine. <laughs> yeah. I, I have certain ones mind. I like. <laughs> anyway, so, oh. we made it. We made it to the Yeah, bracket. we made it. So round oh, three, we played against the Girl Dads. Girl Dads. Girl Dads. Yeah. Their name was that, I asked them, because between the three of the gentlemen that were on the team, they they have six daughters between them. <laughs> so, and all girls, no boys, not yeah. a single boy between them. So, <laughs> it was, they were, they were fun to play with. Oh, they were super nice, too. Yeah, we played on, like, the Alice in Wonderland map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we played I don't Territory, it's called. Oh, yeah, Territory. It's, it's like a King of the Hill, right? Like, you yeah, basically. It's like, get in this area and you try to stay there as long as possible. Yep. Yeah, that's the game that Thanos really came into his full power. <laughs> yeah. Um, before the I was worried, though, because was... Alice was actually quite good at that one as well. She had a yeah. lot of movement uh-huh. abilities with the yeah. White Rabbit. Oh, yeah, that was good. Trista had some not so great roles in our first two games. Yeah, I so was like, like, "There's no way." Like <laughs> after round done. two, she's like, "I'm." She's pretty discouraged. She's just like, "I'm not. I'm not having a I nice time." I just wanted to eat my island noodles <laughs> <laughs> and go home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "You're not having a dice time now, but you will." I was like, "You haven't rolled hot yet. Next round's gonna be your round." So yeah, it the should even girl out, dads right? played. <laughs> the girl dads played Alice, Wonder Woman, and Oogie Boogie, and Oogie Boogie. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, so they were playing, and we had a we had a very dice time. Once <laughs> we discovered, once we set up the perfect play. Yeah, so they they got to an together. early lead. They did. But they had us on an early lead. But then Thanos. Yeah, I could lie. They had us in the first half. (laughs) 
Yeah, but then Thanos just kind of came in and dominated at the end. Yeah. Yeah, what did Thanos jumped in and knocked out the White Rabbit, Oogie Boogie, and Alice all in one all go. In, yeah. One action. One action. It was, it was rough. <laughs> Power of Thanos. And I think the turn <laughs> snap. That, I think the turn before that, um, Ben and I were, we took out Wonder Woman. Yeah. So, with Thanos jumping in and taking out all the rest of them, it was all of us on the hill and none of them. And none of them, yeah. which really swung the game really fast. Yeah, we got, what, four points in that round? And so... No, we got, like, five, because it's one for each character that you have in, and then two for whichever team has the most characters in. So we swung hard on that turn, and that pretty much secured us the win. Yeah, because they couldn't get back in time to no. not let us score that two turns. Well, in a because row. it took a while to get going too, because it was a game mode that we hadn't really played, and they gave us like the wrong scenario. Scenario first, yeah. So I feel like we lost a little bit of time, but it worked in our favor. So yeah. yeah. So we win that round. We won round three. Hey. So then... And so the the fun part after our game, I think you guys had left. I think you were going to eat your noodles, like to get a yeah. drink. That was when we finally got a break. And I'm so sure. I was sitting there by myself talking with the, you know, the three guys on the team. And we were just talking about, you know, they talked about Thanos. And then we were talking about the new stuff that had just come out, Thanos, and then all the Marvel characters. The Marvel. Yeah. And like, all four of us are like, yeah, man, we're going to have to go to the booth tomorrow and, like, pick both of those up. <laughs> and then the round ends, and they announce that, oh, wait, everybody who's leaving before you go, you're going to get the map that everybody else had, plus we're giving everyone on the team a brand-new Marvel 100 set and 101 set. So you're getting all the new Marvel characters, the set of four, mm -hmm. and then Thanos. Every person on every team that was then left there yeah. in the room got each of those sets, which is so what, like a, a yeah. $50 value or something? Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Crazy. <laughs> Reiterate, $6 tickets. <laughs> $6 tickets, and here now, <laughs> we're in the second round and probably have, what, uh, uh, $60 worth of stuff from them. Like, At least. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm lowballing it for sure. So, so we were we were all from... super, the four of us that were still at the table were super excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's cool. I was wanting to buy those anyway, so now I just get them. That's awesome. <laughs> I had already had. I have to buy the chases for these things because I love Funkover so much, and I love the when I make chases of them. I'm like, I have to get the chase version. I can't get the normal version. I have to get the chase. Then I have to have the limited edition thing. Yeah. Well, so, that was the, that was the cool thing too. I I actually was talking to some people as they were leaving after that round, as they were setting up the next round and everything. And some of the people, like they had random chases in there, so some people yeah, were getting cool. chase versions of those sets that they were giving out for free. So that was really cool too. And we and had, I think uh, it was at a higher rate than you would normally see them. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, the. The the funny thing was before that tournament, like literally that day, I bought Chase Thanos at their booth because yeah. they had some set up, <laughs> and then I had bought like on off online, uh, 
off of somebody on like Mercari, I bought the Marvel Chase four pack for not that much of a markup. Yeah. And I bought that like a month prior or whenever it came out. Well, like we knew they were going to be giving out some prizes at the event, but I had no idea it was going to be like that kind of prizes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we're just like, oh, I already have these, but like now I have the normal versions too. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah, really just thought that... I paid six dollars to pick a random figure that I get to keep. <laughs> <laughs> so that was round three. So then going into round four, we got paired up with Winter is Coming. Oh, thank God. I forgot. Oh, I forgot okay. what their team name was. No, I didn't because it was an all Game of Thrones themed team. It was. Yeah, they had um Jon Snow and Arya Stark and the Night King. The Night King, yeah. The Night King is, is huge brutal. Yeah. Cuz he could put out the little the white tokens, yep. yeah. Whenever and somebody then he also has that range spear attack that he has yeah. which is just nasty. And the game we played, basketball. Oh yeah, we space played jam. on the, the Space Jam board basketball. Yeah. It was... I don't think I don't think any of us at the table had played that no. mode before. Like I no, wasn't definitely that at all. Yeah, we definitely had, had to take some time to read the rules and figure yeah. out what was going on there. Yeah, I had read the rules when the thing came out months ago. Yeah, once. That's about all the experience we had. And it was a good game, too. Yeah. Well, part of it is the board is smaller. Like, it was, like, you had to get into the action very quickly, right? There was no avoiding the other team or anything like that, so. Kool-Aid Man would have suffered a little bit, because there's no walls to break through. Oh, that's true, yeah. But, yeah, so we played a very good game. Yeah. (laughs) Thanos did not suffer, no. (laughs) Thanos thrived. Yeah, all the Game of Thrones characters were pretty good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, no, they yeah they were quite good, and we we were able to get a quick basket because of Thanos being able to jump in and do a lot of hurt to a lot of different people. Yeah, and then every it's time they stood up, so hard, <laughs> like dribbling the ball so hard that like everyone just ground pound like fell over like by the shockwave, like ah. Oh. It was just it was one of those moments. Like I mean, when I was. When we were playing that, I felt like it was a very, like, basketball move that we did. You know, <laughs> Thanos jumps yeah. in. He's getting triple teamed by their entire team. He, you know, kind of shrugs one off. And as he's doing that, here, you know, my character Cheetah comes around behind him, gets the ball passed from Thanos to Cheetah, and Cheetah just kind of skirts around everybody and takes it and makes a basket. <laughs> and from there, yeah. it was just like, we just played defense, right? And just won that yeah. one, because... Yeah. We're just like, you don't get to touch the ball now. <laughs> like, we made our points. Like, they got it briefly, but yeah. we, got, we got it back pretty fast. They mm-hmm. they had scored, they got to score a basket, but because we had knocked out enough of their characters, we were still ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That as long as we didn't really It was, it was really because of my hubris. Yeah. Well, then it was funny because we all did something like our characters really all had their moment to shine, right? In that game, Thanos jumped in and did a lot of damage to the entire team. Cheetah was able to use her movement abilities to score a basket, and then after that, when we were kind of playing defense, 
Bugs was able to use his like controlling abilities to keep their team away from us, so they couldn't score any more points. Yeah. So that was cool. Say the highlight was Bugs let them score because he messed up and moved to where he shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wasn't gonna say that. (laughs) Bugs' highlight was he let everybody play. Yeah. Good for him. But yeah, um, yeah, we we managed to squeak out the win there. Yeah, because that wasn't so close of a game that I wasn't, like, kind of nervous throughout yeah. it. Like, there were a few points where I thought it could have gone either way. But, like, near the end, I was like, oh, yeah, we got it. <laughs> yeah, when I when I thought we had it after we scored, all of a sudden they came back, and the yeah. Night King did, like, the double spear attack move and killed somebody. And then they me. also I got remember. the... And then they also got the ball and scored, like, shortly after that. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's like, I don't think we're going to make this. Yeah, That's the beauty of Funkoverse, though, <laughs> is, like, you can be winning by six points, and then in the course of, like, a turn or two, you can be losing by, like, three or four points. Yeah. And it's like, wow, this game swung because of dice rolls and strategy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So at the end of that one, the teams that left that one, was that the, The was that the prototype round, right? So every, they announced that they were giving out prototypes, which some people I think knew what those were because of the regular pops, right? Yeah. Because there's prototypes that they had for those that people have gotten their hands on. But this is the first time they revealed those for Bunko Verse. Mm-hmm. They're like the 3D print that they make in the office, like the final version before it gets mass produced. And some of those have snuck out into people's collections, and they go for hundreds online, depending on like the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah so, they were like, yeah, Funko Verse has them now. <laughs> yeah, and so they gave a random one to every player. So again, now these teams who've left have got a map that nobody's played on, uh, the sets of Marvel, and now a random uh, prototype. Yeah, so pretty good already. Six dollars. Six dollar <laughs> entry fee, and we're probably up to, like you said, I mean, let's lowball it again. We're we're at like a hundred dollars worth of of stuff. Oh. Like prizes. It's if you lowball the prototype, we're up to like two hundred dollars. Yeah. I mean, if you get a good prototype, I mean, you could be looking at, yeah, like three hundred already, right? Like, <laughs> so a hundred plus dollars worth of stuff already. Yeah. At the end of that round, they announced that we are in the top four, mm-hmm. which was a thrill ride. I didn't think we were going to make it that far. I just wanted to eat my noodles. <laughs> <laughs> and so we get to this final four, and the bracket just has the four teams there. It doesn't show, like, breaking down to another round and going, like, one team against one team. So I'm like, oh, no. And I tell, like, Paul and Trista, I'm like, so in the Marvel four-pack, they made a four-way game mode. Like, a four-player, each player plays one character game mode. And... I'm like, if they don't have another round, like, to break down who, what's going to happen, I think that's what we're going to do. I think it's going to be four-way chaos. 
And they were like, oh, no. And then, yeah, they were like, so the top four are all going to be playing one four-way game. And everyone's like, oh, my God. It was crazy. Absolute madness. One map, 12 characters. Yeah, just <laughs> four 12 teams. people centered around this table. It was it was insane. There's so many people, so many characters, so many abilities going on. So, and this game is getting streamed. Um, the guy who is streaming it, I think his Twitch handle is your buddy JD. I'm hoping that's right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's right. I've been talking to the guy since like uh, we were in a Funkoverse Discord, mm-hmm. so I've talked to the guy and like seen that he's he's play- him and his friends have played a lot. Yeah, I think they were one of the teams that was going to, like, really try to compete at the game. Yeah. Yeah. I was next to that guy, though, when we were playing, and he was super chill about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they were super nice. Everyone was super nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I didn't run into anybody who was not nice to play with. Yeah, and the people that we had played against in round four. The round before. Yeah, they stuck around to, like, watch, too, because they wanted to see how it was going to go. Yeah. So winter is coming, hung out. Yeah. To watch to watch our game. A couple other people did. And then it was being streamed. And then the Funko people were watching because this was all they had left to do. Yep. <laughs> so a lot of eyes on this table. Yep, a lot of eyes. Already twelve people crowding it. Yeah, a lot of hands. <laughs> twelve people. Twenty-four hands. <laughs> uh but yeah, so we were a team. The team to our left was Ron Weasley, Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas, and oh no, I'm already forgetting. I was gonna say I'm impressed you're trying to remember all twelve characters <laughs> at the table because I do not. <laughs> yeah, I don't was, know that I remember these. Oh, it was Night King. Okay, so their team was Ron, Sally, and Night King. Mm-hmm. Then the team across from us. Also had Ron, and then they had Daenerys. Yep. And oh no, the third character. <laughs> oh no, this is gonna be the one I don't remember. Oh well, uh, it'll come back to me. And then the last team was Doctor Finkelstein. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Voldemort. I'm staring off in the de- Voldemort. <laughs> And uh, Sam Jackson's character in Jurassic Park, the the hang on to your butts guy. Yeah, wow. I so, can't think of it either. I was gonna say the last guy on that last team. I just can't remember. All this information is gonna come flooding back to you when you're dead asleep at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna wake up tonight and I'm gonna be like, oh, I know it. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. Oh, well. All right. It'll come to me when we're talking about it. So we had all these characters on the board. Lots going on. Lots going on. And so the stream's available. I actually have already rewatched it once, and it was super fun to watch. Um, but you can watch it at your buddy JD on Twitch. He has it saved. It's, like, broken up into, I think, four parts or something. And the game was absolute madness. It was. We ended up, a lot of it was trying to, like, your your goal was, like, hit the enemy's target, which was at the corner of a map, and 
then you would, like, teleport away and you'd get a point. So it's kind of like capture the flags. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of, like, Thanos had already carried us to the final with how much stuff he had done. Thanos also carried us in that game. Yes, he did. Which like, was interesting, because we started the game, and, like, I feel like when we started, I was very, like, pessimistic about it, because I was like, I, we can't do the same thing that we did before, right? Because if you jump in on one team, then, like, the rest of them can just get you. Right. That's and so I was like, this is not going to be good. And then all of a sudden, it was, what, like, the second round in, and I just, like, leaned over to you, and I'm like, this is it. That's it. Like, Thanos is going to do it. (laughs) I was getting so excited. I was like, they're all bunching up. It's happening. (laughs) Well, yeah, because people just kept, like, moving close enough to where, like, I could do that move and hop over and be able to get three all at once. I am inevitable. I am inevitable, right? Yeah. 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 Where Thanos would, like, teleport in and then hit everybody around him. Mm -hmm. Yep. I was so excited. Why don't you tell them what happened then? <laughs> a lot of a lot of enemies were like downed around Thanos because yeah. he knocked a bunch of them down, and this is where we start to pick up some points. Another team starts well, finishing off kills. I want to say Thanos failed hard. <laughs> like a little Thanos bit. jumped in and did like nothing. <laughs> yeah, which was it's really like, disappointing. Yeah, super sad. But, uh, but then it was like, sniping them. yeah. What, what happened? Like Daenerys came in and then like knocked over a couple people that were next to Thanos. Or it knocked someone out, I think. Yeah, and so like a bunch of people were now like laying on the ground and Thanos is standing over them. <laughs> oh no, they were knocking them out. Like they were full on taking them down and then taking them out. What we found out was, and and somebody pointed this out to us, whenever an opponent an adjacent opponent gets knocked out, if you're next to them, you get a point. Yeah, so we were just in the right Raking in free right points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, did, what did we score? Four there? Like, there was four people three. that got knocked down around? I think three. But, yeah, we... So... Oh, yeah, because I had scored the one point. I had grabbed our objective, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, and so then we got three there. Jay so we're at four points total, and then... On. I felt like rewatching the stream. I didn't notice it so much at the moment because we were just living in the moment of the game and being like, we have to do this. This is our strategy. We have to move to do this. I'm rewatching the stream and I'm like, man, JD's team got like cornered and like ganged on. <laughs> and I felt bad. Like, well, rewatching it. Yeah, it was interesting because like I noticed that too, but it wasn't like it wasn't like the rest of us like we're like, hey, we're going to team up on this team and we're just going to get a bunch of oh. points. It was we had a great opportunity with Thanos. We jumped in and we didn't capitalize on it just because of the dice rolls. Like we rolled like a little below average on the attack and then they were rolling like a little above average on the defense for that round. And then the other teams just came in and saw like this big pile of bodies and like, well, we're going to take advantage <laughs> yeah. of that. Especially Voldemort, who has a, a ranged ability where he can hit somebody and then everybody around him, right? So it was like, that team was like, well, we're going to get Voldemort in here and we're just going to take out everybody. <laughs> yeah. And Daenerys has, like, a line attack. Yeah, Daenerys can, like, summon her dragon and the dragon, like, breathes fire down a line. So, yeah, we, tr- we reaped all the benefits, yeah. 
<laughs> um, so we got all those free points. And then the whole team got wiped out, so they all respawned around their target, but left one space between their target and all of them. <laughs> and Paul leans back over again and is like, yo, Thanos, right there! <laughs> they did it again! <laughs> Paul was so excited. I was I was giggling. I was so because he was too. <laughs> I was on the other side. Oh, yeah, of the board and, by yeah. And Trista was like... just like gripping my back, like for the back half of the game. She's just like gripping my arm and my back, and she's just like, "Oh my god, we're gonna do it." Well, also they had announced what the prizes were by that point. Yeah, and I was just like, "I want to win." <laughs> <laughs> so we keep we we Thanos teleports in. And, like, everyone's like, oh, my God, he's going to do it. And he knocks down, like, half of them and then hits the target all in one action and then teleports out and we get, like, two points off that. Yeah. And then Bugs goes in and hits a target, the same the same one, because there was an ability where he teleported in that hole and then hit the target. And and then all the uh, while, while all yeah, these people she's that on the other knocked down the are world. standing up, I'm on the other side of the board. Oh, and I'll move a space, and I'll move a space, and yeah. I'll move a space. <laughs> and then I, when it came to my turn, I was in a position where I could teleport with Cheetah behind the one person that was guarding their, like, target. And then hit the And target. then hit the target. <laughs> so we all were able to hit the target in a round, scoring another three points there just yeah. off the targets. And we already had more points than everybody else, so, like, we were all off the board, but we had, what, like, I think eight points at that time? Yeah. yeah. And the closest team had four or five? Yeah. And they weren't <laughs> and, anywhere close to hitting any target. And time was almost out, and at that point I was like, oh, we've definitely, we've done it for sure. But she was just so excited. Like, all yeah. of us were just so excited, like, oh, my God, we did it. <laughs> and yeah, like, the, the final countdown came down, and we had officially won the first ever Funkoverse tournament. Yes, they announced Team Dice Time were the winners. <laughs> so I I, I do want to go back and answer your question from a little earlier about like one of my like favorite stories or like moments from Gen Con was that moment. I was super excited, but then what I will say is like I turned around. And all the people that I had been hanging out with all day, like, all the people that I came to Gen Con with, were all there behind us, like, super excited and, like, cheering and, like, that was, like, one of those moments, like, I had no idea they were even there, and, like, the one... The one guy, his name is EJ, he's he's very much like, if you need a hype man, like, he's the dude. <laughs> he was, like, almost, like, jumping up and down, like, super excited for us. <laughs> and he knows nothing about the game or what we're doing. He's just, like, super hyped that we did well. Yeah, it was great. So, first ever Funkoverse World Champion. Mm-hmm. That's and us. so every, everybody that was at that final table got a gold Batman. Ah, uh, yes, the gold Batman. Mm-hmm. So everyone got that. And then the winners... Which was just the three of us. Just the three of us. Again, $6 just ticket. Just the three of us. $6 <laughs> ticket. $6 <laughs> ticket. <laughs> oh. Each took home every Chase Funkoverse set they've come out with so far. Which is what? It's Jaws, Alice in Wonderland, Space Jam... 
and the two Marvel sets, right? I think so. No, well, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, Jaws, Marvel, Marvel, Alice in Wonderland, Space Jam. I think that's right. I think, yeah, I think that's right. So again, right there, that that's probably over a hundred dollars. Just that yeah. easily of products. And that's probably so, and that's not and including that's the markup for chases. Yeah. And for all of you that are adding up the math at home, that's right. Six dollar ticket. <laughs> and, oh, and the best part of the tickets, all the like, pretty, I think all the money that they raised from the tickets went to charity. Yep, absolutely. I thought that was really cool of them. Funko's just awesome. They mm-hmm. they throw a good event. They do, and they it, said that the next one will just be even better. And we'll be there. Yes, we will. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I. I, like I said, all the people that I had come with to Gen Con and, you know, hung out with a lot of the time, I told them, I was like, you should come play. Like, just, it was such a great time. It was, yeah. I told them, it was one of the best run events that, like, I've been at. And I know, like, I, I've read some posts on, like, the Facebook page for Funkoverse and stuff, and, you know, people say, like, yeah, it wasn't the most, like, competitive um like layout and stuff for the tournament and how things went and but I was okay with that cuz what they did is they like they had the what the rule of cool and the rule of fun like those are their two yeah. rules mm-hmm. if that's what's going to happen if it's going to be cool if it's going to be fun then we're going to do it and everyone I felt like was on board with that yeah mm-hmm. they also did a good job like staying on time too. Oh, it was so and, like, fast paced and like moving stuff along. But like we were still there for five hours. <laughs> yeah. For example, we didn't have time to eat noodles until like round three. <laughs> That's how fast paced everything back to back was. We were just like, oh, we're we're done. Rounds yeah, over. We're like moving. The the event started at seven p.m. and ended at midnight. Yep. And I know that that was some of the like complaints from the people who wanted to like really compete and stuff. Is it was. Uh, like a hard dice down as soon as yeah. you got there, um, as soon as you got to that point, instead of like finishing the round or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Here's the other thing that I will say though: it's Funkoverse. It's not Star Wars Agent, <laughs> right? Like, it's not 40k, right? You're not you're not coming to the event to be like a hardcore miniature game. Right. Like there were a ton of people that I feel like like here here's the thing. I could be completely wrong. But like the Winter is Coming team, mm-hmm. like I almost felt like they were just like a family who has the Game of Thrones one at their house that they played. I mean, yeah, that that could be it. They said the the one person was just someone random that they were paired with there. Two of them knew each other and then the the lady on the team I think she. They said they had just met her there. Yeah. But, but I thought they knew each other because they played together really well. Yeah, and, and that's that was the feel like I got for him. It's like, oh, we're just gonna come and we're just gonna get all the Game of Thrones characters. We know those characters, or we'd like Game of Thrones, and we're just yeah, gonna put, yeah. Like, like, and they did well too, right? Like, so yeah. that's the thing. Like, I feel like it was very much lends itself to a bunch of different versions. There were people there who wanted to be competitive and in hindsight were like thinking up lists and stuff. Mm -hmm. Now that I've read some of the posts 
like again on the Facebook page, and then there were other people who were just probably like, "Hey, I enjoy this game. I'll go play and have well, a good time." And like the fact that it it couldn't last longer is not really their fault either, because the Indiana Convention Center they were closing at midnight right. this year. Um, because of COVID and stuff, they were not staying open all night, like in past years, because they wanted to be able to clean stuff. So the convention center was supposed to close at midnight, so they had to, like, wrap up and get people out of there, because by, like, 12.15, we're still in there, like, celebrating, and the <laughs> security's in there trying to, like, move, <laughs> move everyone along to get out. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not a party until security comes in and escorts you out. Yeah. Yeah, that was some of the downsides of just Gen Con in general, right, is, like, you had to get out at 12. There was no staying out and playing games. No, no playing Werewolf till 3 a.m. Oh, yeah. yeah, we didn't get to play Werewolf this year, but next year we will. Yeah. So, yeah, we are the first official Funkoverse world champions. Oh, what I was going to say was I got to join the Discord. There's a Funkoverse Discord I got to join where, you know, my buddy JD and uh, several other people... Uh, hang out there and talk Funkovers like every day, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. I've been meaning to join that Discord for a long time, but I've never been able to finagle my way to getting an invite. But then I got it because I because after we won, I was like, okay, surely somebody here is from the Legion or the Legion, the Funkovers Discord. <laughs> Someone invite me to it, please. And it was <laughs> and it was JD. Yeah, it was just like I got you. And texted me the invite, and I got it. And yeah, I thought that was funny that you were like, "Man, I've been trying to get an invite for so long." Whereas I like looked, Signed it, up, into I, like, looked it up on Reddit and found an invite to it instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Well," <laughs> but yeah, so we got in there, and they were talking, and I and I went back and read a little bit. Like they were talking, people were talking about the tournament and like what all was going on. And people were like, the winning team was Thanos, Bugs, and Cheetah. And someone else chimed in, and they were just like, God, I love how I love how the entire final team was comprised of characters that we, in the meta, with quotes, uh, thought were like B-tier, mm-hmm. or like B or C-tier characters. And I was just like, ah, I need to tell Paul that, because Paul and I, that's what we do in Legion. People thought Thanos was a B-tier? Yeah, that's that's the one I'm confused on because I'm just like Thanos is easily. Like, I, I think it's probably easy. just S-tier. because his his abilities are so expensive. I can see yeah. like yeah. you don't have the tokens to. I think that's again like that's what our team did well is we were the abilities that Bugs and Cheetah had are good when you like really need to use them, but overall we just used all of those tokens as like a Thanos dump like. Thanos yeah. can take all these tokens and do what he wants. <laughs> oh, yeah, so since Thanos got all like, most all of our points that day, uh, we decided that Trista playing Thanos was our MVP and is now nominated as our team captain. <laughs> so uh, she is the best Funkovers player on the best Funkovers team, so she's the top world champion right now. Yep, I see. <laughs> We won't, and we won't rewind and talk about how you panic picked Thanos so nope. the beginning. <laughs> it was destiny. Everything <laughs> fell into place just how it was supposed to. <laughs> I, and I knew exactly how she was feeling because it was the same exact feeling I had when I won my Legion Worlds invite. I was just like, man, so many things had to fall into place exactly in this exact way 
for me to be here winning. Yeah. Yeah, well, the <laughs> fact that we were the last team of the three drawn to stay around. To come back in. We, I know. We jacked up in the second round and lost. Yeah. <laughs> also, fun fact, Triple J Smackdown, for anyone wondering at home, the round the immediate round after they were like, we'll see you at the final table, got knocked out and went home. <laughs> and we were just like, well, so much for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were really good, too. Yeah. I mean, they were good, and they had a really good team, actually. They could have been world champions, because they beat us. They were the only team that day that beat us. That's true. So are they really the best Funkoverse team, then? Maybe. Mm. Maybe there's some merit to that. <laughs> we'll just have to like play against them again someday. Crush match. There we go. Yeah. I would love to play any of the people that were at that tournament again. Oh any yeah, people, like Girl Dads. Uh, winter is coming. Everyone we played, we're we're challenging you to rematch for for the world title. Yeah. Sadly, we don't have all the stuff. So we we can't put all the stuff on the line to give to you if you win. But <laughs> we'll have a dice time. We will. Yeah, I'm definitely going, I mean, I have an extra set of the Marvel stuff now because we got two sets of that, so I'm definitely um, going to use that to probably get somebody else into the game that yeah, doesn't play it, so. That's what I did, because, I, like, Ben and I, we don't need all the same stuff since we live together, so I gave some of mine to some friends. <laughs> to get them into Funk Overs? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good starting off point too. You got five characters. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty much our Gen Con episode. Way longer than I expected. Oh, I knew it was. Gonna, you were like, oh, I'm thinking like an hour tops, and I was like, there's no way. I said around an hour, <laughs> but here we are at two hours. Yeah. So I think hope, it's hope definitely you stuck time to around wrap. to listen. <laughs> Oh, definitely time to wrap. Um, so I'm gonna get the I'll get the truck started, and we'll uh, we'll get on our way, on our merry way. Paul, any closing thoughts about Gen Con? Go to Gen Con. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Simply put, go to Gen Con. Never leave. <laughs> yeah, don't go back to work and family. Closing thoughts about Gen Con. Uh, I can't wait to go again next year. And I'll say the same. It was just, you listen to us for two hours talk about all the crazy shenanigans and awesome stuff Gen Con has to offer. Now you need to go and experience it for yourself and have your own unique story, and you won't regret it. On that note, I hope that everyone had a wonderful time listening tonight, and we will be back next month with pure Star Wars Legion content. Unless I hard swap over to Funkoverse or Zinvaden. <laughs> You'll find out when the podcast gets rebranded. <laughs> so, until then, um, I hope everyone had a nice time listening to us today. I'm Ben. I'm Paul. And I'm Trista. And go out and make today even better. Good night. Namaste and good luck. <laughs>